How's it going? Got a bunch of patches off the internet. <laughs> patches for what? For my amp. Oh. So is that like a delay feeding into a pitch shifting reverb? Something like that. Just says spooky on it. <laughs> It's spooky number three. Spooky. Cool, cool. They, they've got a line six pedal, reverb pedal, that's got a patch on it that's, I think they just call it shimmer, but it's like an earlier version of that kind of thing. Where it does sort of a, ambient pitch shifty slow decay reverb thing on top yeah this is yeah that's sort of what this is except if they were all boss effects I guess right yeah that's a I mean that that particular kind of thing is pretty widespread now like that type of effect a modulation mixed with a time delay thing mm-hmm. um so welcome to week 898 of the Crankcast. It's the, end, the end of December. Christmas is in a couple of days. And uh, so this is Christmas, and what have we done? SMR presentator for this portion of the show. Just being able to sit around and play on my guitar. That's cool. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I've been done since... I mean, other than, you know, the whole process of, Oh, we found a mistake! Everybody panic! That kind of thing. I've been done for a little while, so... Yeah, I've been... I mean, counting the revision stuff, I guess I've been done a day. Yeah. Did you introduce... It's been a while. Yeah, I said it was week 898. Yeah. And it's almost Christmas. You were noodling at the time. Merry Karimbus. Harpy Rhombus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like Kwanzaa. 
Yeah, but for like mythical Greek creatures. Hmm. So they gotta have a holiday. They probably do. They probably well, had a lot of them. Probably have a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's like, probably Christmas is one of them. Oh, it was. Yeah. I don't, I don't know which exactly which holiday it was that they absorbed. I mean, there were probably multiple religions holidays on the same period of time. But Christmas was definitely like something that got kind of that kind of took over or something that was pre-existing. Yeah, like Easter and stuff too. Yeah. Are you feeling better? You feeling like you you catching your breath? I'm wiped out. I'm feeling a little better. I just have that. Um, there's kind of a a. Uh, a, uh, a shock to your system when you don't have anything really to do, and I get like real panicky. So it's like, meh, either way, I'm not happy. So <laughs> yeah, I've, I still got work to do, so I'm kind of decompressing slowly. I guess I'm not just dumped into not having anything to do, you know. But it's not as urgent. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sp- I having a little trouble talking lately. Um, really tired. And it gets to the point where I have to think about what I'm saying before I say it. Or I actually have to, like, find the word I'm looking for. You gotta clean up down here. Me too. It's amazing how dirty your house, and especially your bathroom, gets when you haven't been able to do housework in six months. everywhere. <laughs> um... Garbage everywhere. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully we can leave. Oh, yeah. You, I was going to ask, you're traveling for the week, your holiday probably, right? Well, you know, we were thinking about leaving just tomorrow, but it might be blizzarding. It's a, uh, what do they call that? Tsunami bomb? Not a tsunami bomb. Yeah, tsunami bomb. That's what it is. It, it's a something bomb. That they were calling it. Anyway, it's happening. Cyclone bomb? It doesn't look very bad out there, but who knows by tomorrow. Where? So where? it might be Saturday that we're driving on Christmas, which I don't like doing, but... Oh, that sucks. Which where? I mean, oh, well. Which where are you going to? Uh, we are going to Iowa. Oh. Aren't they... I mean, it's the same length of time to get to either place. Right, I'm just thinking of the weather. Like Right. I mean, who knows? We've we've done it before in bad weather. Yeah, but this is like accompanied with like really, really low temperatures and stuff too. I mean make sure you pack some extra blankets it's not and like crap. The day after tomorrow. It's not like it's gonna destroy our car while we're not gonna freeze to the road as we're driving. You got about like eight seconds after you get out of your car, dude. No, we don't. <laughs> All I'm saying is make sure you pack extra blankets and shit in the car in case you break down. Okay. I mean, I'm not even joking about that. That's just being smart. If you got any of those, like, thermal blankets, emergency, you know, silvery things. Might be a uh, okay idea. Because, yeah, man, you don't want to be out when it's, like, sub-zero temperatures and shit. Sub-zero winds. Yeah, well, every time, man. 
Um, but yeah, well, you know, that'd be nice to get to spend some time with family and stuff. I mean, it's not even my favorite thing to do, you know. I just like, I just, you know, we haven't seen them, and who knows how long you have with them. Right. Yeah, that's true. So. I think I've been having blood pressure problems the past couple of weeks. Better get that fixed. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, it didn't start until I started getting really tired and panicky. So I, th- I think it'll get better again. Um, so here's a weird thing, right? I went to the uh, healthcare.gov, you know, for the marketplace exchange back in November. Mm-hmm. And this is just another example of how really, even though freelance work and, and gig economy stuff has really gotten a lot, taken over a larger per- portion of the population than it was like 10 years ago, um, a lot of stuff's still not set up for that kind of income, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like when I went to go get my home loan and they were asking me questions about how much I make a month and I'm like, uh, it depends on the month, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like estimated income for next month. Well, how do you estimate an income when you don't know what you've got going on, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so I went to the health exchange in November and I filled out the information guessing as I have to, you know, guessing what I was going to be making next year or what my thing was going to be this year and I, I plunked in a number and then they asked me what I made this month so I typed in what I billed or not what I billed but what I actually got in pay wise for the month and that I see now I didn't realize what was going on beforehand but once I did that they kicked me over to Medicaid and kind of basically locked me into the system where I couldn't do anything more with my application on healthcare.gov mm-hmm and uh, they locked me into a situation where they said, you know, a local agency will be in contact with you. And then that's all I could do on the website. And I, you know, I don't know who the hell is supposed to be contacting me from a local agency, right? So I can't directly contact them. Uh-huh. So from November into the December 15th deadline, which apparently now has been pushed to January 15th, but into the December 15th deadline, Nobody got a hold of me, and I couldn't do anything on the website. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm just not going to have insurance after December because <laughs> I don't know what's going on, right? Um, and then a couple of days ago, it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. I'm not even sure. Days blur together now. Um, I, I get a thing where they all of a sudden, you know, the marketplace exchange, whatever they call that thing, it um, they're like, oh well, we've auto renewed you for your same plan that you were on last year. Etc. Etc. You know, now you gotta just go pay for it, so it kicks in in January. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, H- how? Like, why? And so I, I went back into the website, and now I guess I can get back in again and make any changes I need to. But it's like that was just a weird thing to happen, you know. <laughs> and it all happened because, like, again, you know, these things just aren't really set up for freelance income. Yeah. And, and it's it's and it really can help you with that, you know. Well, I mean, I think I'm okay now. I um, it's just it's just like no, not sure, huh? Sounds like you're not sure. Well, I, I still got to get in the website and change some stuff because even though I'm on the same plan as I was last year, they they've changed the plan that I was on since last year or this year for 
next year. You know what I'm saying? They changed the plan. They raised like raised the deductible and raised the um, the minimum whatever thing it was. The other big number. I I'd know it if I was looking at it. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> but uh, and basically, and they've raised the cost of the plan. So it's like the plan's gotten shittier and it costs more. Because mm. I went from a zero deductible to like now it's like a five hundred dollar deductible or something like that. You know. That sounds about right. And it, I went from paying like a couple of bucks, I mean, a couple of bucks with the advanced tax credit to, uh, which, oh shit, I'm going to get screwed this year. Why? Because the advanced tax credit that they were giving me for my insurance this year, in 2022, mm-hmm. was based on an income that I estimated last year, but because I've did a lot of stupid stuff and took on so much work this year, mm-hmm. I made a bunch more than what I estimated I was going to make last year and I don't think I've spent enough that I can write off in taxes that's going to offset that I bet you'll be okay well the thing is is that means I'm going to have to pay back the advanced tax credit on the insurance which I mean these insurance plans you know I'm getting I'm getting like 500 and something dollars from the tax credit Mm. so I mean that could mean I could be paying back as much as you know Two grand or more. Oh, that's really gonna suck. <laughs> oh man, so dumb. Why can't I be like Donald Trump and not pay my taxes? I mean, you could. Well, yeah, but you know, I don't have any loopholes to work in. Mm, I bet you do. I don't know. Anyway, you, though, you don't have an accountant, right? I mean, I've I've got a tax guy that prepares my stuff. I don't have an accountant that goes over everything, like. No. Forensically or anything. I just turn in my information, and if I'm wrong on anything or missing something, he tells me. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, the insurance thing, it's just weird. It's, uh, I'm, I haven't done anything about it yet, because I'm just not really mentally prepared to deal with it. Even though I know I, I, I need to, I got a little bit of breathing room. It's not like I have to do it right now, but, I just have to do it in the next day or so. So, it's like... I don't know, man. Insurance is a joke, anyway. Insurance is a joke! Basically, the only people who benefit from it are the insurers and their, you know, stockholders. And people who take advantage of the system and raise the rates for everybody else. Yeah. Fuck y'all. If you actually, you know... Use it like you're technically supposed to, or whatever. It's like you're still losing. <laughs> Go to hell. It's a broken system. Well, it's not broken for the people making money, I guess. Broken. Anyway. Broken. What else is new? Mm-hmm. Been a long time. I've been watching while I was working. I've been watching uh, that white collar show. White collar? Yeah. Uh, from USA? Yeah, the one that was from, you know, a number of years ago. Yeah. Aired from like, uh, 08 to, I don't know, it was like six seasons, so I guess probably aired to like 2014. It's the one with, uh. Matt Boomer. The royalty lady. Royalty lady. Like she married one of the princes, didn't she? Was that? Oh, she, no, she was in suits. 
I'm not sure. You talking about Meghan Markle? Yeah. No, she yeah she wasn't in this. Um, but it's uh, I remember liking it when it first aired, but I you know I never rewatched it or like you know once it was done I never revisited it again. But I decided that it popped up on my hey you want to watch this list. I was and um, I had recently read an article about somebody was talking about the pilot episode and how good it was and I'm like oh well maybe I should rewatch it it's kind of like a whatchamacallit coincidence kismet I don't know synchronicity synchronicity you synchronicity me synchronicity so yeah anyway I've been watching that's a pretty good show I don't know if you ever watched it back in the day or not no it's on the uh the freebie section of Amazon I think every time I say freebie, I get a little bit dumber. Mm. Speaking of dumb, okay, so part of the freebie thing is the commercials. I mentioned this before, so I see the same commercials over and over, right? Um, and one of them is for this, I don't even remember what it does. I think it's it's like a anti-Crohn's disease or something. Uh-huh. Or drug. Okay. Has okay. something to do with having to go to the bathroom a lot. Mm, bathroom. Does Crohn's do, do that? Yeah, it makes your stomach, like, all messed up. Okay. So, yeah, I, I guess it's a Crohn's thing. But it's called a Antivia? Yeah. It's, uh, isn't that, like, yogurt? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Yeah, it's something like that. But, um, well, no, this is, like, a, a pill or something, I think. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, though, the f- funny thing is, 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 like, I don't know if they got a machine to write their jingle or <laughs> actually I, I it can't be a machine because machine would have done better I think but their jingles like when it closes out the commercial it just goes Antivia 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 and I'm like wait that's your jingle <laughs> like you're oh. fo- you phone that in <laughs> you know I'm just, like, I'll just repeat myself three times and that's that's my jingle If you say it three times, it shows up at your doorstep. Oh, maybe. I've probably got one waiting outside now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't have uh, stomach problems, do you? Uh, I might have an ulcer now, but I don't have those kinds of stomach problems. Um, so, yeah, anyway. That's just how, are you, how are you going to celebrate me for Christmas? Well, generally, I, I celebrate I, myself for Christmas. Really? Yeah. You don't seem like a very self-celebratory person. Yeah, well, it's in the name, you know. Uh, Crankmas? No, Christopher. Oh, I get it, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's Mimas. Hmm. So. I, um, I don't know. How, how will we celebrate all things Mike? I don't know. It's just important that you keep Mike in your heart. Well, it is, you know, as long as you acknowledge Mike. and, and <laughs> That's all I want. I want acknowledgement. That's all I want. Just recognize me. Just recognize. That really is all I want. I just want, when I'm gone from this earth, people to remember me and said, yeah, that was a dude. When you speak of Mike, and someday you will, 
Say not mean things. Say only that he loved not wisely, but too well. Mm, what's that from? Is that a Star Trek? Uh, the end of Othello, I think, after he's killed off his lover. Oh. And he's getting ready to commit suicide. And I didn't say it correctly. I paraphrased. Mm. I got the love not wisely, but too well part right, but there's a, a different beginning to that. Anyway. You, you really associate with Othello, don't you? Well, kind of. I've killed everything that matters to me. And I did it out of my own stupidity. Oh, that's funny. That's not funny, but that's funny. Yeah. No, I haven't really. I've got I've got some friends and family. Got lots of good friends and family. I wouldn't say I have lots of. I don't have lots of anything (laughs) except for guitars. (laughs) And they do have lots of guitars. And they don't love me. You understand? Uh, You can't prove that they don't. They don't love me. You don't know that. And uh, I don't even have fish anymore. The fish are all gone. And they didn't like me oh. either. But You weren't good by them. I, what, I gave them a place to live. I gave them food. Mm, did you put them there? Yeah. They were just there, weren't they? No, I put them in there to keep the mosquitoes away. Oh. Because the, the pond pump, when I first moved in, wasn't working correctly. And I'm like, well, shit, I can't just have standing water here. No, for some reason, I just thought they were there. And then I got the pond pump running, but then I stopped using the pond pump after a while because the electricity out to the pond got bad. You are a pond pump. Huh. I don't know how to take that. Take it however you want, punk. Take it! Take it however you want, pond pump. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Yep. That's true. Um... What else? I, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry. No, that's all right. Oh, yeah, celebrating Mike. That's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, acknowledging Mike's existence. Keeping Mike in your heart is what I like to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess, I mean, there's there's not really much you have to do to do that. You just internally go, Mike. <laughs> you only have like- to say it out loud. You just think it. Mike. Just think it, yeah. Just think it. Mike. Think about me. Mike. Yeah, just remember Wingshauser. Mike. Mike. <laughs> and, you know, and that kind of takes care of it. It sort of renews Mike for another day. It does. I show up as a mutant zombie and try to eat you. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, I'm just, you know, can go over my parents on Christmas Eve, and we usually have a Christmas Eve like snack dinner kind of thing. Oh, that's cute. Where we have like moose poops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and cheese ball, of course. You are a cheese ball, yes. Gotta have cheese ball. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. Moose poops are tough this year, though, because they um the company that made the little rye breads, the cocktail rye, um has stopped making them, and they were like the only one around here. That, made them anymore sons of bitches so we have to figure out my mom managed to score a couple of loaves of the cocktail rye like a friend of a friend gave them to her and uh you know because it's all black market and illicit now and shit mm. it's not now it's not it's not like it's illegal it's just hard to come by it's like tab you know, can't really get it anymore but um yeah I don't know what we're gonna do next year we're gonna have to figure it out 
maybe put it on Ritz crackers or something instead. I don't know. You gonna be okay? Well, it's kind of sad. It's you know because the traditional moose poop is a little cocktail rye bread, and without that, I, I don't know if it's the same thing anymore. I think some people also call them hanky pankies. Your face is a hanky panky. I'm sometimes my face needs a hanky. I don't know what the panky part is. But uh, I think they're also called something else besides those two, but I don't remember what. And a lot of that's regional, I think. But it's all sort of more or less the same thing. Velveeta and sausages and stuff. But um, and I'm I'm making my traditional Christmas lasagna. Oh right, I forgot. Christmas ain't Christmas. Christmas without lasagna, man. Mm -hmm. What I hear. And um, I don't know. You know, so that'll be Christmas dinner day. Because yeah, we do like a snacky thing on Christmas Eve, and then like a regular dinner on Christmas. So yeah. That'd be cool. I managed to get that TV over to my parents' house. Good. Without breaking it or anything. Good. <laughs> but it was an adventure, though. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that was a ridiculously large TV, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might be able to sleep on it, kind of thing, you know? I probably could. Uh, I wasn't that big. Anything I want. I'd do whatever my mind tells me to do. It was probably big enough I could sleep on it. And certainly Julie could sleep on it. In fact, Julie could probably sleep in the box it came in. But, yeah. And I got it set up, and and so it's in my parents' living room, and it just dominates the living room now. (laughs) Like, it, that used to be my parents' living room. Now it's my parents' TV's living room. And it just sort of allows them to watch it now and then. It's very scary. like Rise of the Machines stuff, man. Oh, that's coming. <laughs> Exponentially quicker, actually. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. We keep mm-hmm. seeing these jumps and stuff, man. It's crazy. Crazy scary. Oh, oh. We should uh, just ban AI now. Burn AI. It might be too late, though. I don't know. It is too late. I mean, there's really no stepping back from the brink, right? Uh, they've managed to usefully recreate nuclear fusion. Like, do it on a scale where it outputs more energy than you have to put in to make it happen. Oh, is it still dangerous? Uh, well, are you thinking of fission, which is what they use now? Maybe. I mean, I guess anything where you're causing stuff to explode is dangerous, but... Um... So, I mean, this doesn't mean we're going to be, like, you know, powering our cars with tiny fusion generators anytime soon, but uh, it's, it's a good step, because it's like a, it doesn't produce waste like fission does, like like our current nuclear power plants. Nuclear. Nuclear. Nuclear? Nuclear. Mm. I was watching a movie the other day, and somebody, it was like a, a name actor. And he, he, he just kept pronouncing it nuclear. Yeah, people, that's always been a problem with people. I'm like, there's no extra U there. It's nuclear. 
my AC30 sim. I've got an AC30 pedal that does pretty good. It's a Joyo. Here's my Dumble. I don't have a Dumble. Although I do have an orange pedal. I don't know what a Dumble sounds like in real life, anyway. Right. So, like... I, I I I I know the name and I know it's supposed to be like a something people want a lot, but I've never heard one. I might have heard one on YouTube, but that's on YouTube. How about an Orange TH30? They all sound the same. <laughs> There's little differences. What? There's little differences. Uh, how about? A JCM Marshall? Yeah. 800 or 900? Let's go with 800. Sounds like you're using humbuggies? Yeah. It's my last Paul. Right on. Oh, my favorite. The Roland JC120. The Jazz Cube? Yeah. The stereo chorus? So clean. Is your boss a stereo amp? Yeah, it should be. Does it have two speakers? No. Yeah, it does. Oh, okay. I, was just, I was wondering for like the chorus parts and stuff. Smooth. The Jazz Cube. Um... Fifty-one fifty. That's just a PV, isn't it? <laughs> what the fuck? Am I out of tune? That sounds like crap. That doesn't really sound like a fifty-one fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad sound. Those are the Joyo pedals I've got for the orange and the AC sound. Are pretty good for being as cheap as they are, man. They're like under 40 bucks, I think, in a pop. You could do some good chicken picking with that sound. I don't know if a Les Paul's really a chicken picking guitar, though. Oh, sure, you can do whatever you want on it. Yeah, you can, but I don't really think that's where it shines. Mm. Anyway, I mean, I, I guess, well, I mean, Les Paul did a lot of chicken picking. I, I think his Les Pauls had single coils in them. Who? Les Paul. Like the Les Paul. The one that played with Mary Ford. But, by the way, it was also damn. Yeah, so it would have been what? Uh, P90s or something? I, I think so, probably. Of course, I remember seeing a picture of those two where they had these like custom guitars. They had like 12 pickups in them. And stuff. <laughs> you know? I think. I mean, that 12 is exaggerating. But. They were both really damn good guitar players. 
I was thinking about getting like a Bigsby type tremolo for my SG. Um, I always liked the way the Bigsby's looked. They're just these nice big chunky looking things. I hear they're a pain in the butt. Uh, the one I've got on my. I've only got one guitar that's got one. And it's on a Epiphone Wildcat. Mm. And it's fine. I mean, I, as I recall, it might have been a little wonky when I went to go. For a string change, or when I went to you know change my strings, uh, just because of the way you have to kind of wrap it around one with these pegs on the back. Mm. I think like as I was trying to tighten the strings up, like they the ball ends kept slipping off the pegs or something. But once you get it set up and and you know tuned up and everything, it's fine. So far, I've never had a problem with it. I like those, and I, I like the like the Jazzmaster Jaguar like tremolos. I like those. Tremolos. Strats are fine. Strats are fine. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. I remember... Was that an Ibanez? Do you remember those really, really complicated tremolo systems? that were big with, like, metal guys and stuff? You mean a Floyd Rose? Yeah, like a Floyd Rose type, where it's like... It looks yeah. like a Transformer, kind of. Oh, yeah, the locking ones. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you get them without locks too. But I'm saying, like, they had like the little micro tuners on them, and yeah, like that's they because it's a locking tremolo. And they sat up on top, like they they would do this weird floaty thing instead of like, yeah. contacting the wood at any any point and stuff. <laughs> Those were uh, seemed like really overly complicated tremolo systems. They are complicated, but you don't have to tune them once they're set. You know, I guess. You can do crazy, weird things with them. I can do crazy, weird things. I don't have one. You are a crazy, weird thing. Your face. <laughs> so, uh, how's the psychotic cat? He's alright. I think he's getting... I don't... I hesitate to say nicer. <laughs> but I think we're friends now, and I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think we're friends. Does he have Mike in his heart? Sometimes, I think. Are those sometimes involving meal times? No. I still don't trust him. I don't trust anybody. You can't trust a cat, man. Yeah. Cats, one, like, overriding thing is that it's always trying to figure out how to eat you. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't forgotten. I know, I know. (laughs) I mean, a dog will eat you if you're dead, eventually. But dog isn't sitting there trying to figure out how to eat you, you know? Yeah. Well, that's good. Do you have a cat sitter, or are you just taking him on a trip with you? No, we're not going to be gone that long. Oh. He's got an automatic feeder. Oh. He's technology grand. Mm-hmm. What, uh, how long does it actually take to drive there? About eight hours. Oh, okay. That's still a pretty long drive. Yeah, it sucks. I hate it. Over like some 
And that, that's mostly like flat country, too, isn't it? Not that uh, yes. Don't like it. It's all God's country. Endless, endless vistas of nothing but fields and trees and grass and things. Now I sound like I'm writing an America song. Anyway. Um, so I uh, I had to use up some Amazon Prime credits. Like, you know, the ones you get when you defer your shipping date. Um, digital credits. Yeah. And uh, I decided to watch the those newer Jumanji films. And uh, I liked those. I thought those were really good. I had fun with them. Newer Jumanji films? Well, I mean, they're not the 95 Jumanji with Robin Williams or Zathra from 2000, whatever. Which, even though... There's other uh, ones? Huh? Yeah, there's new ones. The ones that have uh, Dwayne Johnson and... and Karen Gillan, oh, and Jack Black. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they made two of them. I forgot about them. 2017 and 2019, I think. But it's a it's a really fun cast. I mean, the stories are light, but that's okay, you know. And uh, I think I like the first one better than I like the second one. But both of them, I think, are well worth watching. You know, watch them. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not making a lot of sense. <laughs> um, Danny Cavito's in the second one, and he's looking kind of rough. He's old. Yeah, he's he is. He is. But I. Hell. The weird thing is, I always thought he looked old even when he was young. Yeah, that was sort of his thing. Because, like, even you know, the first thing I remember seeing him in, or being conscious of recognizing him, in was Taxi. Uh huh. Apparently, he was in my my dance. He's our age. Say what? He's probably our age when they made that. <laughs> he was in his forties then. I don't know. In taxi. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, maybe he was. I don't know. But yeah, he, you know, he was definitely younger then, and he just always seemed like an old guy, <laughs> a grumpy old man. <laughs> Of course, Danny Glover was in the second one too, and he's not—he's not looking as good as he used to either. <laughs> but he's old. old. He's an old dude. Yeah. Stop! Stop uh, shaming them for be uh, whatever. Old. Yeah. Are you, are you calling me an ageist? Yes. I don't think I am. You're ageist. I'm, I'm ageless. Your ageness. Yeah, I'm the ageness. You're a punk. Your face is a punk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've slowly been watching Peripheral every now and then. Yeah, I like it. I don't understand it sometimes. <sighs> it's weird. I don't like saying this about something based on a William Gibson work because I really like William Gibson, but I haven't read the book, this book. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe this book isn't good, but I'm not really finding much interesting in this show, man. I don't like it. It just seems like it keeps plodding along, and and stuff happens. It's not like it's nothing's happening, but I'm like, I'm just not. None of it's interesting to me. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
which I just find you know a shame. That's all. I like it. I like it. Well, good. I like it. Means I'm better than you. Probably. Um. And I've been interspersing, you know, watching White Collar and stuff with watching, like, Christmas holiday movies. And here's one... Alright. For some reason, when I think about this, I feel like I've talked about it before. But when I watched the movie the other night, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen this one, but maybe there's one similar? But it was this movie with, um... Uh, Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez... And it's batshit crazy. She kidnaps him and takes him to her family holiday thing as a pretend boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's crazy. But I feel like I've said that before about a movie that those two were both in. Yeah, this plot sounds familiar. Like, they've done it before. Maybe. Maybe, yeah, it's just like... But yeah, I watch this and I'm just like, this is, I mean, it's creepy. <laughs> you know? And uh but you know, uh whatever. It all ended okay. They fell in love. So, you know, the ends justify the means. No. I guess. It's never okay to kidnap somebody. At gunpoint? And tie them well, up. You know about the gunpoint part. And uh, and then tie them up while they're unconscious. And, and so they wake up and they're already in the car on the way to the family thing? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Pretty, uh, you know, I would definitely wind up in some legal issues in real life. <coughs> what? Get out of here. Hi, Julie. Hmm. Um, I definitely wouldn't yell at my wife like that. Wouldn't yell at her? I wouldn't tell her to get out of here. Oh, well, who was there? That was Julie. Oh. I'm confused. But that's alright. Um, but yeah, anyway. Seen anything good? Uh, not really. I watched Basket Case 2 yesterday. I'm trying to remember that one. I mean, I, I know the movie, but I don't remember what happened. I've never seen it. When was that made? 1990. It's weird. Okay. It bothered uh, Sean. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's a weird movie. What's... Does Basket Case 2... That doesn't have, um... Oh. The guy from the, um... Moriarty. Michael Moriarty? No. Okay. What did, uh... Huh? Say hi. Oh, hi, Craig. Hi. Hope you have a good holiday. You too. Merry Christmas early. Merry Christmas. They made a Basket Case 3. Yeah, that's my next one. I didn't even know they made a Basket Case 3. I did. It's just hard to find. They're on Tubi now, though. Weird. Yeah. When was 3 made? I think next year. I think it was 91. Oh. Strange. You can get a. Uh, oh, it's a region two though. They have all three of them in a. I ain't nothing. I don't buy movies. They have all three of them in a set. On Blu-ray. Black Adam movie. 
Say what? It's not Black Adam. The commercials look good. How was it? It's alright. It's a movie. I mean, it's nothing special. I mean, it's not... It really feels like a movie that skipped all of the setup. Like, it's like one of those... It's like an Avengers movie without having all of the other movies. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like they, they really did, like, like the Justice Society shows up, and they really just kind of... They're just kind of there, and they're, they it almost acts like you are supposed to know who the people are. And it, they show up, and they don't, like, have any character arc or anything. They're just, they show up, they fight, and then they leave at the end. That was pretty much how it was in Smallville. It was, uh, it was interesting. Um, yeah, it was nothing, nothing special. But I, I mean, I didn't hate it either. It's something to watch. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of a shame. Like I said, it looked good. I mean, it's worth paying money to watch. Hmm. And it, I mean, if you have HBO, it's on there already, so. Well, there you go. Um, it doesn't seem like DC's really got their plan together. Well, they didn't have one. They're getting one together now, it seems like. But I'm so over all of that crap. You know, people in the studio, like Andrew and Addison, always want to talk about it. And I'm just like, I don't... This stuff isn't interesting to me anymore. <laughs> you know? I'm not interested in the in the trajectory of a superhero movie universe. Mm. You don't want to talk about making the bread. And it's not, I don't even know if it's that. It's just I'm not interested. It, it, it's kind of it's weird to say. It, you know, they... Uh, it only took them... When did Iron Man come out? It only took them since then for comic book movies to be just as convoluted as the continuity in a comic book. I can't argue that, yeah. So. I still feel like, I mean, you can do it with comic books, too. I still feel like you can just watch one of these movies without having to watch them all. Yeah. Well, some of them, anyway. I don't know about the Avengers movies. You kind of have to watch... The previous ones, at least. Yeah, those are made to be like that. Like, you don't necessarily have to watch all the other movies, all the other individual characters' movies for the Avengers movies, but you at least have to watch the previous Avenger movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Well, no, Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty good one-to-one, I thought. Like, I don't know. What do I know? I don't know. Um... Yeah. It's too many of them. <laughs> I agree. It's too hard to keep up, man. It's, it's like all the Star Wars things and stuff, you know? Yeah, Star Wars stuff's a little too much now, too. I don't know, maybe I'll find my uh, excitement for it again. Yeah? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I kind of haven't felt 
I've liked some of the stuff I've seen. Finally, I got bummed out by that one. The uh, uh, I can't even think of it right now. Anyway, the ending of one of the newer ones bummed me out. Really? I just thought it was kind of depressing. Um, but like I haven't felt that sense of joy since. And again, I'm an adult versus being a kid, which is kind of you know different thing. I've seen so many more things, different kinds of things. I've seen so many things. I've seen lasers flaming off the rings. Of, I don't remember how Rucker Howard's speech went. Yeah, I don't remember how it goes. Um, but yeah, you know, so I mean, there's definitely a difference in age there. But like, the joy I felt in Star Wars when I was a kid, I, yeah. I, I you know, it's, it's, I don't get that out of the other ones. Mm-hmm. 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 I wonder if kids do, like for if they see the new ones for the first time. I think so. I think they do. Hmm. And like, I don't know. Just at this point, I'm. It's not like I'm frustrated with them or anything. I'm just kind of. They, they kind of exhaust me. I guess. <laughs> I'm tired, man. I don't want to have to think about which movie I'm watching. God. Shut up. Leave me alone. Okay. Bye. I'm not talking to you. Bye. I mean, I am talking to you, but I'm not talking to you. Bye. Because, you know. Bye. What? See ya. What's your problem? Goodbye. What is your major malfunction? Why are you sputtering? That's what I do. I sputter for you. Oh, that's weird. Blah, 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 blah. It's kind of a strange thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, I mean, I guess we can wrap up. Um, like I said, I'm not making a whole lot of conversational sense anyway. Would you like to answer some emails? Well, let's read those beautiful, beautiful Send emails. Into the year emails. Huh? Into the year emails. And is, that, is this the last time we're doing it? Well, I guess that will be next week, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. We might not get a chance to do it next week or something. Well, we might. We'll be doing it next week, but I don't know if it'll be before or after, so. Well, if we do it next week, it'll be before because the year doesn't end until the end of the week. Okay. Let's read emails. Mike Schwartz writes, Nut Glue. Nut Glue. Uh, hey, Crank Mike and Four Star. My Parker Nightfly is in need of a cleanup. Oh, okay. I took the opportunity of the new Metallica song to break out my guitar. Right on. Sadly, my guitar needs a little love. It's gently weeping. It desperately needs new strings, but I've noticed the nut is loose. It needs to be reglued before I put on new strings. Oh, you don't use anything heavy duty. I was never a guitar tinkerer, so I'm asking you guys what glue I should use to put it back in place. I think you're fine with just like a drop of super glue. You just need to keep it from sliding side to side. Yeah, super glue is what I heard. Uh, any tips and tricks? Um, yeah, I don't use a lot. Yeah, you don't want that thing fixed in there forever because when you have to change it, if it, they need to be able to get it out still. I've heard people actually just not even do anything, just using the tension of the strings to hold it in place. I've done that, like in a pinch, if I didn't have anything handy, but 
Yeah, I mean, for real, all you really... I mean, you could use a double-sided piece of tape if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, because all you're trying to do is just make sure it doesn't, A, pop out, or, yeah. like, slide I mean, from side to side. I mean, I mean, wood glue? No, too strong. Too strong? I would think so, yeah. Isn't that what, like, the, like, your, your Stumac glue is, though? Isn't that, like, wood glue? Maybe. But if you use wood glue, I'd, I'd use, like, one tiny drop. Yeah, you only need a drop. Like, because... You only that- need a drop, because you're, uh, yeah, you only need to get a... Some players prefer to leave the guitar nut unglued so they can easily remove it. I don't know. It's a choice. The only yeah. reason I wouldn't do that is... Well, I, 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 again, coming from the background of starting out and most of my life being a bass player, mm-hmm. I tend to grab strings more. And I've, I've had loose nuts shift on me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'd, yeah, just whatever you use, use a use a very little of it. You only need, like, two drops or a drop. Um, I used... When I tried to fix my bass, I used super glue, and I think I used too much. Um, and the way I would do it is to... They make special glue for nuts. Oh, uh, do they? Yeah, Stumac has it. Okay. Uh, let me look it up. And the way I've always done it when I've had to replace a nut or whatever is I've, I've gotten my strings through and partially wound, and then I put the glue on the nut, set the nut where I want it, String it up and then t- you know tighten. Use the tension of the strings basically to set it. Yeah. But other people will do it with like a light clamp or something instead, and then string the guitar afterwards. I just find that if I do it while I'm stringing it, then the tension of the strings and the position of the strings helps position the nut exactly where it needs to be for me. Yeah. Of course, I guess I could backfire if you've got like a real strong angle on one of your keys or something that might force it to go in a direction you don't want it to go in, so your mileage may vary, I guess. Yeah, Stumac super glue. Yeah. Just, or just use regular super glue, I guess. Um, glad we could be of service. Um, it's the Nortone Luthery Luthery. Yep. We're very good at it. <laughs> Uh, I was never a guitar tinker. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, also, I think the output jack is starting to fuzz out. If true, I'll write again for more advice. Okay. So that's going to be, that's, you're going to have to open up the back and, and take some, uh, what do you call that? Air, canned air, and you clean off your, uh, your connections, right? Um, probably some sort of like a, uh, like a point, like deoxid, like a, a deoxidizer. Yeah. Or tighten your, uh, I don't know what it's like on a, on a nightfly. Check to see if you're, um, like if it's been twisting for a while, you know, one of your solder joints might have gotten funny. So check to make sure your connections, your wire yeah. connections are all where they're supposed to be and tight. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, and if it's just a thing where like, where the spring that catches the tip, yeah. If that's just gotten loose from a lot of jack usage, yeah. you can bend that slightly back into place to tighten it up again, and that might do something. Uh, thanks and put your weight on it. Mike Schwartz, P.S. Listen to my podcast, One More Prime. 
which produced 1,370 minutes of content in 2022, according to Spotify. Way to go. Look up one more Prime, wherever podcasts are sold. Do people pay for podcasts? No, I just said that. I mean... One more Prime! I know people used to pay for podcasts. Do people still pay for podcasts? Can people still make money off a podcast? Because I remember that was a thing that you could do for a while, where people were actually through sponsorships and stuff like that, I guess. Commercials, essentially. I guess they can, because people do that on, like, YouTube videos, where they'll have commercial breaks, and their show's sponsored by a certain company or whatever. So I guess if you get a sponsor, or if you can get commercial advertisers, you can still make money. We never really went that route. Hmm. I remember briefly when we started, I was using, on the website, I was putting Google AdWords on there or something, I think. Or I was running Google Ads in the sidebar, maybe. But that lasted all of, like, a couple of months, and I was like, nah, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway. An email from Colin, Captain Colin, and I don't know if we read it. It seems like we read it, but I don't know if we did. Um, I don't know. I can't see it. It says, uh, great to catch up with Mike and Julia Thought Bubble. Uh, I'm thinking maybe, yeah. I didn't? I'm thinking we did. Did that come in before the first of the month? It came in on November 2nd, and then he sent another email. I mean, it came in on November 22nd, then he sent an email saying that he forgot to email it, and that was on December 2nd. Okay, the December 2nd one, we we wouldn't have read yet, because our last show was on December 1st. I had to look look that up to figure out what week we were in this week. Hmm. (laughs) That's the only reason I know that. Well, let me know if I didn't read your letter... Colin, and I'll read it uh, again. Is the second one also the same as the first one? It's the same. He said he oh. forgot to send this email. Oh. Well, he didn't. I don't think. Mm. So, there we go. Is the... I, I'm confused. So. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. He basically said it was cool to hang out at Thought Bubble, which it was. And he asked... He, he told me about the hat that I was wanting to buy, the flat cap. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking about seeing those all over the place. Yeah, but we didn't talk about this? I don't think so. I'm going to read it again. <laughs> okay. Great to catch up with Mike and Julie. Thanks again for the awesome Death's Head sketch. Really enjoyed the festival. Lots of great art and nice, relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. For anybody, if I don't remember us talking about this, but it was nice to hang out with Colin. Hung out with him for quite a bit. It was very nice. Cool. The hats you were talking about in the last episode were called flat caps, worn mostly by granddads and country gentlemen. They were also made very popular by the show Peaky Blinders. You should definitely get one, Mike. Yeah. Also had a good time with my own art saw at London Film and Comic Con last weekend. It was pretty busy all weekend, sold lots of Doctor Who stuff. Cool. That's good. Real proud of you, Callum. That's awesome. Doctor Who? 
must admit I'm getting really excited for the next season of Doctor Who next year. I think Disney Plus is going to open a whole new audience. Oh, I didn't know it was on Disney Plus. Is that like an exclusive thing? I don't know. I like that new actor. I like him a lot. Oh, they got another new Doctor? Yeah. What's her, what's her name? Is not Doctor anymore? No. Oh. New guy. Dude, I am so behind stuff. I didn't even realize that they canceled uh, Supergirl like a year ago. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize Arrow was gone two years ago. Mm-hmm. I, um, I have been very unobservant. Uh, Don Cardenas writes... Oh, thanks for writing, Kevin. Yes. Don Cardenas writes... Hey, guys, I had Aubrey Sitterson on my podcast recently. We also got into discussion about AI art and sampled drums. Cool. Ultimately, my argument was that while on the surface it's similar, the main difference is that people are paid to create those samples and beats that you can use. Therefore, it's clear understanding they are offering them for others to use as opposed by opposed to AI generators that still works without permission. That's a very good point. But even if they weren't, I mean, okay, the stealing works without permission thing is just a, that's an ethical issue. That has nothing to do with how the AI things generate the stuff to begin with, except for that's their sample base, you know. I mean, the, the points I was trying to make, I think, about the AI stuff was more along the lines of the... I don't remember. <laughs> Honestly. I, I, I mean, because the, the ethical issues of them sampling art without... I guess it's similar to the sample, like when the lawyers got all in the sample boom back in the early 90s. Like, people were sampling before that, but it didn't really become an issue until people realized nobody was making money off of it, except for the people doing the sampling. As a tool for artists to use for concepts or even to assist those with disabilities who may not like to create their works as, who may not be able to create their works as efficiently or confidently anymore, I can see AI art being useful. Sure, it's a tool. It's a, but we all know that anyone who's trying to save a dime will use that instead of an actual artist. Yep. And just like I said when we were talking about before, those are the same people that you don't really want as a client anyway. Yep. A lot of them are anyway. The biggest thing I wonder about is what will be the first example of legal recourse when there is an identifiable piece of someone's art being used in AI or created for commercial purposes. People still sue for unlicensed samples and melodies in the music industry, and those and that those that practice have been around for decades. Well, I think they already did. I saw something online where. Uh, Somebody got sued for an AI-generated comic book, and they said that they can't do it because it was pretty obvious where they were getting the shit from. Yeah, I thought I... Not that particular case. I'm thinking that there was another one where, like, the source... Basically, the source was so identifiable that it was considered, like, not... There's also a thing going on now, too. Uh, There was a case recently where, um, because Adobe started allowing AI-generated content on their stock section mm-hmm. um, you know they, they they were working with a few I don't even know if you call do you call them artists no I don't people who generate stuff through AI con, like content yeah. AI content generators yeah. I mean I guess the AIs are the artists at that point yeah. I don't know but whatever but the thing was is that there was a, a sort of art a, compiler there was either an argument I don't know if it had gotten to the point of actually being a legal issue but there was a thing going on where this one person, I'll call them person A, had um, was basically 
really tightening down and, and finding out the best trigger words to use to generate what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And had a pretty specific style of their output, which again, this gets really murky and weird because they're just typing words in. The AI, yeah. AI, the yeah. AI is generating stuff. I've tried but, it. I've tried it. I wanted to see what it was all about. But if you can consistently make things that have a consistent style to them, you know, through these AI generators, mm-hmm. then I don't know. I mean, maybe even though you are just typing in keywords, the way you were doing it's creating a style, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, but the point was is that person A was sharing their tips and stuff like that. Um, one of the people they shared them with was person B. Well, person B got picked up as being a featured artist or whatever by Adobe. And uh, person A was saying, well, hey, that's not right because this person B was using my keywords. Mm. You know, like, um, and my technique of generating stuff and the stuff they're generating is obviously very similar to the stuff I'm generating. But I, and like I said, I don't think that's approached the point where it's a legal issue yet just because there's no, this is all Wild West, you know. Um, but that is an interesting thing. Uh, you can't generate, or generate, you can't, like, it gets into that point where, like, why comic book, you know, when, when somebody wants a comic book writer to read their pitch or whatever, and comic book writer's like, I'm not going to do that because if I happen to come up with a similar idea down the road, you're going to say I stole your idea kind of thing. You know? I don't know if it's the same thing. I don't know. It just gets in the weird, like I say, it gets in the weird murky territory, though, now. Uh, that's from Don. Don has uh, comics, coffee, and metal. He has his own podcast. Go listen to that. Thanks for writing, Don. Henry from Denmark says, do they know it's crankmas time at all? (laughs) They don't. I crank Mike and other Yuletide people hoping that Father Odin will bring them severed heads of their enemies as presents. That's the best present. It's been a little while since I wrote, but it's also been a while since you did a podcast, so I hope things work out. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the last episode, you talked about AI art, so I wanted to chime in. Wow. I've always admired artists. I genuinely think the ability to think of a situation and then make it appear out of thin air is somewhat close to magic. But while I, in an ideal world, would like to hire artists that draw everything I wanted I also don't have that kind of money and I think some cases the work of an artist will now be sacrificed for the good of progress which brings up another point say the AI wasn't even involved right mm-hmm. like you, you didn't have like a, an algorithm or a machine or even an, an artificial intelligence if that was actually an artificial intelligence <coughs> like as an interface say Somebody invented a machine that would basically print pictures straight from your brain. Mm-hmm. So it's your thoughts and your ideas, right? Is that still art? I mean, because there is the, the, the skill is just a component in art, right? It's not the technical skill that makes the art. It's the ideas, too, like the, the synthesis of the two, right? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, that's what I'm saying. Is the AI just another tool? Do I hear a frog? That was my phone ringing. My mother was calling. Oh. I'm ignoring her until we're done. 
I don't know. He has the example. If you're getting married, you probably don't want. You probably want to hire a professional photographer to take pictures. But if you're going on holiday and want to take some pictures, you're going to use the camera in your pocket. Your there, are, there are hundreds of jobs that used to be done by people that we know now. We now accept are easier done by automation. Yep, I always drag out the uh, the ice cellars. <laughs> You know, when, when when refrigerators became common, and put all the ice sellers out of business, or the ice haulers, rather. But, and I, I don't. I mean, there's no real black and white answer to any of those. I'm not even sure there's necessarily a morally superior argument to any of it. Right. It's just change, right? I mean. Sure. We've. I mean, I think we need to define certain things so that stuff... Don't expect a compliment when you show me your artwork that you generated on a computer. You're not getting a compliment about how nice it looks because you had nothing to do with it. Well, again, that's that's sort of part of the argument well, I was making. You can't, you, you can't copyright a keystroke. Right, but it's not the keystroke we're talking about. The keystroke's just the interface to the it's idea. A, it's word. It's a word. But you, you're, you learn the best word... You're generating the idea for the piece, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the keyboard and the the program are just the interface for that. It it it's like I I said that it's like uh, someone complimenting you on the T-shirt that your mom gave you and you saying thanks like you had something to do with it, or complimenting you because you your just phone. asked for it. You asked your mom to buy you a T-shirt and she gave you one, and now you're taking credit for it. I don't know. But of course I understand artists being angry at AI being trained on their art and mocking their style and I would want to read a comic drawn by a com- and I wouldn't want to read a comic drawn by a computer. Yeah, I, so I think it's a hard subject but it isn't going to go away so I appreciate you guys getting a nuanced talk since the internet seems very polarized on the subject. I do agree there's there's definitely an ethical issue with them sampling things that they don't have the right to sample. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, just... People's signatures are showing up in these things. Yeah, I mean, that's just a... You know, I, I don't know what else they would train them on. I mean, they would, you know, aside from paying for art to train them on, you know? Yeah. Um, or hiring people to generate stuff to train them on, whatever. But there's already... I just read an article yesterday about a photographer who specializes in taking multiple shots of models to then submit to an AI thing so that the AI can just generate them in whatever environment they need to be in. Like it, that. So basically essentially, you know, that photographer is doing their, their last job. <laughs> That's all for this week. I hope you all have a very merry Yulemas and a happy new year. Henry for Denmark. You too, man. Thanks for writing. Mara Krimbus to all our little babies. Bibba. Um, it's all our emails. Cool. Um, Are you glad that I read them for you? I, I am glad you read them for me. I did it for you. Thank you. Oh, I forgot to ask. How was the trip to the MST3K thing? So I haven't talked about that? Well, the last time we talked was the weekend, you know, the week before your 
the weekend you were going. Uh, it was it was cold. It was very uh, anxious. I was very anxious. Yeah. Yeah. But it was uh, very nice. Cool. Did you get to see Ron and stuff too? I did see Ron. Yep. Nice. Um. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was cool. I, I mean, I don't have really want to. Felt like I already talked about it, but yes, it was very cool. Oh, good. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. <laughs> um. All right. Well, do you have anything in the stores this week? I don't think so. Uh, the only thing I saw was the last issue of the Agritsuko Out to Lunch, issue number four, which is actually... Nobody knows what that is. It's an Oni book. No. And it's actually the last of this line no. that we're doing, because Oni no. stopped licensing it at the end of the year. Mm. So no more Agritsuko from Oni. Oh, well. It was a fun book. It was cute. Cute like me. Sort of, if you were like a, a Sanrio character. Uh, uh, duh, I'm definitely a Sanrio character. Well, you're kind of grumpy like Batsmaru, but... You know. <laughs> right then. Alright. Um, well, in case, you know, have a good holiday, everybody. Merry Christmas, if you Merry prefer. Merry Christmas. Crimbus is all the holidays. Murray Crimbus. Murray Crimbus. Murray Crimbus is the the Santa-like figure for all of the holidays. Murray Crimbus. Yes, Murray Crimbus. A big bushy beard, but that's just because it's the style, right? But he does, you know, he doesn't go ho ho ho. Well, he might go ho ho ho. Anyway, whatever. He's not Santa. He's he's Murray. He's not Santa. He's Murray Crimbus. Is Murray. <clears throat> um, so yeah, everybody. I, I hope you get to spend time with your families and, and the ones that you like. Yes, I mean probably the ones you don't like aren't uh, avoidable, but make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just in case we don't record next week, you know, have a happy new year too. Yeah, get funky with it. Yeah, get down, get back up again. Yeah. Yeah, if you get down, you gotta get back up again. Mm-hmm. Kiss yourself. Yeah, do that too. <laughs> All right. Well, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.